0: With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting. A winter weather advisory is in effect for Hancock and Cerro Gordo counties from 9 a.m. today until 9 o'clock this evening. A winter weather advisory is in effect for Floyd County from 9 a.m. today until 6 o'clock this evening. Expect 2 to 4 inches of snow in those counties along with winds gusting up to 35 miles per hour, which may cause blowing snow and plan on slippery Road conditions. This morning, the Iowa Department of Transportation is reporting that Interstate 35 and highways 3, 65 and 69 are partially covered with snow. For the latest on Iowa road conditions, go to radioonthe.go.com and look under the weather tab. A 39-year-old Mason City man was arrested yesterday and charged with first-degree kidnapping. The Mason City Police Department reports about 4:30 a.m. yesterday. Officers were called to 325 1st Street Northwest on a report of an assault and a person yelling for help. The caller reported that a door had been kicked in and that there was an ongoing assault. Michael Atkins Jr. was arrested a short time later, not far from the location of the call. He's also facing charges of second-degree sexual abuse, domestic abuse assault for impeding air blood flow, and for public intoxication. Officers determined that there was a single victim and Atkins and the victim were known to one another prior to the incident. Atkins is being held at the Cerro Gordo County Jail. If convicted of first-degree kidnapping, he would receive the mandatory term of life in prison without parole. An Eagle Grove man has been sentenced to a decade in prison after pleading guilty to meth, marijuana and gun-related charges. According to a news release from the U.S. Attorney's Office, 40-year-old Russell Spencer was a mid-level meth dealer in central Iowa. Court records indicate Spencer was part of a drug ring that sold meth in 2021. He made uh, several trips to California to pick up meth and even had it mailed through the U.S. Postal Service. Spencer was arrested after he made three meth sales to undercover officers. He pleaded guilty in August to possessing and distributing meth and marijuana as well as a gun possession charge. Tuesday, the Wright County Sheriff's Department arrested 27-year-old Rosario Ochoa of Clarion for felony assault on a police officer. Yesterday, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department served warrants. The 32-year-old Melissa Harris of Eldora for revoking her probation from the original charge of forgery, for violating her probation from the original charge of driving while barred, and for revoking her probation from the original charges of driving while barred, third-degree theft, and for malicious prosecution. Harris has been held at the Hardin County Jail since November 3rd when she was arrested for a controlled substance violation, credit card fraud, and forgery. This week, the Sheffield City Council approved Welcome Home as the new city motto. In other business, the Sheffield Council approved a bid to fix the back wall of the fire station, approved a change of zoning request for Sukup Manufacturing, we're informed that the next fiscal year budget meetings have been planned for January 16th and January 23rd. Yesterday, the Hampton-Dumont School Board held a special meeting and approved a recommendation made by the superintendent to change the language in the previously approved early retirement package. The following language was removed, quoting, or secures other employment in which the employer provides insurance coverage, end quote. The original package was approved. November the 30th. Today, the Belmont-Klemy School Board will consider approving a resolution that would direct the district administration to make recommendations for reductions in programs and positions. District officials say such recommendations need not necessarily result in actual cuts, but it is preparation for such potential action. The belmont School Board meets today at 7 p.m. at the high school library in Belmont. Operation Christmas Meal has returned to the area today. Free 5-pound pork loins are being provided from the Deb and Jeff Hansen Foundation. In Grundy Center, Operation Christmas Meal is going on now and will run till 9 o'clock this morning at the Community Center. Also today, the free uh, pork loins will be handed out at Iowa Select Farms in Iowa Falls along South Oak Street from 4 until 6 p.m. One year ago today, a derecho packing tornadoes and high wind struck Iowa and neighboring states, causing at least $1 billion in damage. National Weather Service meteorologist Andrew Ansorgi in Des Moines tells Radio On The Go News the ingredients were in place on December 15, 2021 for severe storms.
1: The wind field that you saw, the surface and aloft, it was just very strong. It was really unprecedented. It was a historic event for the state of Iowa. It was the first time we ever had a moderate risk of severe weather potential across the state. That would be a level 4 out of 5, so we're very high up there for mid-December. And we also had the most tornadoes in Iowa and the most EF2 tornadoes for a given day since nineteen fifty.
0: And Sorgi said it was the first ever derecho recorded anywhere in the United States during the month of December.
1: There were 63 confirmed tornadoes across the state of Iowa. 21 of those were EF2 or higher tornadoes. That also set a record for the number of EF2 tornadoes. Previous record was 16 tornadoes back in June of 1984. There were quite a few tornadoes that day. And then just overall, the winds were strong, not only with the storms as they moved through, but then just behind it as well. We had strong winds. Decatur City down in southern Iowa had a wind gust of 83 miles per hour. That was at 10 o'clock. So this was after the line. I moved through Marshalltown 81 miles per hour here in the Des Moines area. We had 74 miles per hour for wind gusts and that was all behind those thunderstorms.
0: The highest tornado wind gust recorded on that day in Iowa was 108 miles per hour near Sheffield. And today the NIAC Board of Directors will hold two public hearings, one for the mercury abatement project in the gym, the other for the food service building kitchen equipment project, The NIAC Board of Directors meet today, 7 p.m. on the campus in Mason City. The 24-hour high ending at 7 o'clock this morning here at the Radio On The Go studios in Hampton, 45 degrees, and the 24-hour low ending at 7 o'clock this morning, 31 degrees. For Radio On The Go news, Brian Fientcher reporting.